Welcome to the NFL. Have you been afraid to dip a toe in the world of Dynasty Fantasy Football? Have you heard about Dynasty Fantasy Football on one of the national redraft pods, and now you're curious to join a league? Do you not know where to start or how to get better? Are you looking for a place to ask questions, questions that maybe would make you feel like you would get put down on social media? We all have, or I should say we all used to feel that way until we started patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone it's where new dynasty gamers intermediate dynasty gamers and the ultra sharp dynasty gamers all converge to come and hang out and talk football 24 7 no really it's a 24 7 group chat thanks in part to the best international patrons in football i'll put our group in our group chat up against any group chat in dynasty fantasy football period it's a place of community, it's a place of interaction, it's a place where you'll get better at Dynasty Fantasy Football with so many like-minded people looking to destroy their Dynasty Leagues. And get in while the getting's good. You know I love value. And you'll have a hard time getting better value for your money than with Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone right now. We'll be introducing a tiered Patreon, which is something commonly found on Patreon, to allow each Dynasty Gamer to choose what level of support they want with their Dynasty teams. But all tiers will be included for those that join at the current and historical rate of $5 a month from now through July 31st. That's about two weeks to lock in the old rate between now and July 31st. Now, every podcast has given you player valuations, but there are so few shows that focus on how to actually build a roster. That's where I take what I do on the Fantasy Fixer Upper and really go into a deep dive on strategy, how-tos, and overall advice on building and sustaining a roster from your startup, to your rebuild, and to your championship. There's an entire archive of over 100 mostly strategic-based pods, and there's more on the way. There's also information and how-tos for aspiring podcasters. We have three of our patrons that are creating content for their patron mates right now. They have also worked with me behind the scenes on how to start a show, do's and don'ts for podcasters, how to attain sponsors, and much, much more. One-on-one -on -one time with me is another thing that we do at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. And being a patron is the only way to make it on the Fantasy Fixer Upper. But it's not all about the show. I trade DMs with all patrons, do one-on-ones via telephone, and more. You said you wanted to get better. So take advantage now before rates and tiers change in August over at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. There's no better time than now to join. So what are you waiting for? Are you looking for a reminder of your fantasy football greatness? Are you looking for something to set your league apart from those dime a dozen jabroni leagues out there? Then head over to trophysmack.com and hook your league up with the best trophies in the game today. And not only will you get the best trophies in the game today, you can get a free championship ring up to a $59.99 value by entering in the promo code DWZRING. You pick out your trophy, which one do you like? You put it in the cart, you add the ring to the cart, you add the promo code DWZRING, 
makes the ring free, and your league is now a step above the league down the street. So if you're looking for the best, you want to be the best in the game, you want to have the best league in town, go over to trophysmack.com, get that trophy, get that ring, use that code DWZRING, and let's have a big season. What's happening, guys? Happy Monday, and welcome to the Rookie Rundown. It is your boy, it is Memphis, filling in for Dallas. Dallas is out on a much, much-deserved break. He'll be back on Friday, so there will be an actual edition of the Rookie Rundown with Dallas. Don't know his guest situation. Could could have a guest. Could just be Dallas. I don't know. I just know the man's enjoying some, some, relaxa- some relaxation. And he'll be back with us on Friday. So I'm going to fill in. I'm going to give you some rookies, uh, some rankings redos. Uh, so just some general thoughts of this rookie class as I've seen it this offseason and through two preseason games. want to make sure to tell you to head over to the YouTube channel. That is Dynasty Warzone. You simply go to YouTube. You search Dynasty Warzone. You'll find us. Subscribe. And notifications turned on. You will not want to miss stuff like this. You will not want to miss the waiver wire sniping segments soon to be coming up with Kyle of the Fantasy Football Smackdown. That's a little redraft content that he used to write, but I think I've got him talked into doing it via a little uh, little YouTube little YouTube content for you. And then I'm going to be doing my props live on YouTube throughout the week. Maybe Wednesday, maybe Thursday, maybe Friday. I'm always scrambling and looking for the minute that FanDuel, the minute that DraftKings, the minute that MGM, the minute that they drop their props is the minute I start, you know, looking for value. Because here's the thing: all those numbers get beat up, and the longer you wait, and really the longer I wait, it's not on you; it's on me. Now, the longer I wait. I give you guys stale numbers. If I come home from work, record a podcast, edit it, put it up, by the time you guys actually hear my my props, you may not be able to find that number. And that sucks. There's nothing worse than giving someone a stale number they can no longer get their hands on. So that's going to be that and waiver wire sniping. The prop bets and the waiver wire piece are going to be must-see YouTube content. And you can get it for free. Dynasty Warzone, go to YouTube, subscribe, notifications turned on. You won't miss any of that. And then you also won't miss our new Sunday show. Our new Sunday show is going to be entitled The Football Sunday School. We've all been to Sunday school, or most of us have been to Sunday school, and this is going to be Football Sunday School. First you go to Sunday school, Then you go to Football Sunday School. What are we going to be covering? We're going to be covering redraft. We're going to be covering starts. We're going to be covering sits. We're going to be covering prop bets. We're going to be covering DFS. We're going to be covering everything. And we will answer your questions. How many times? How many times have you went to Matthew Berry? Have you went to Mike Clay? Have you went to one of the big national guys? And this is not a shot at them. Those guys are trying to help millions and millions of people every single weekend. And you never know. The odds are much more in your favor with us over at the Dynasty War Zone on Football Sunday School that you may get your question read. You may get a little help from me, from the boys of the DWZ. Hey, and while you're listening, if you're catching the podcast version, hit pause, 
go in, especially if you're on iTunes. Why iTunes? Algorithm, 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 algorithm. It just moves us to the top. Whenever someone searches Dynasty Fantasy Football, we go to the top. Whenever someone searches Fantasy Football, we go closer to the top. It's just a great way to help us out and to help other people find the Dynasty Warzone and the DWZ Football Crew. So we'd love your help with the in, in the regards of a five-star review. Uh, social media, you can check out the show at Dynasty Warzone on Instagram and Twitter. And you can check me out at DWZ Memphis. And if you're not on social media, that's cool. Totally down with that. But you can still get some help. Check us out, Dynasty Warzone at Gmail. It's simply Dynasty Warzone at Gmail, and you could get your question answered. All right. Now, at the beginning of the show, if you didn't hear it, go back and listen. I dropped an advertisement for our patron. Uh, a lot of great stuff. Uh, I still need RJ and I still need Nick, two of our newest patrons, to hit me up in the DMs. If you can't get it going on GroupMe, hit me up on Twitter at DWZ Memphis. We'll get you in the group chat. We'll figure this out. And But go back and listen to that. I, I think we offer a lot for a little as it relates to Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. So here we go. I'm going to get into this. I'm going to keep this around 20, 25 minutes total. Uh, just a little rookie content uh, since my boy Dallas is kicking it. But because I'm behind the mic, I owe it to you. And by the way, spoiler alert, on this Tuesday night live on YouTube and Wednesday on podcast, my very own co-host, Jerry Sinclair, wants a piece of me for a tweet that I made. He thinks I'm a candidate for good people with bad tweets. You're going to have to tune in on Tuesday or Wednesday if you're a podcast listener as I lay waste to Jerry's soul. So tonight's good person with a bad tweet, he's back. He's a two-time, two-time member of the Good People Bad Tweet Club. He is the Roto Surgeon at Roto Surgeon. And he says, don't be shocked when Tyrod Taylor outscores Joe Burrow this year. Now, I'm assuming, and I can only assume, and if anything that we've ever learned is that assumption is the mother of all fuck-ups, but I'm assuming that he thinks Tyrod Taylor is going to play all 16 games and that Joe Burrow is not. At either way, I think he's full of shit. Uh, this feels like an engagement reaching tweet, and that's kind of where we put these out. Sometimes, old Kev, he'll put out a tweet that's, that, that's worth paying attention to. This one right here is just a bad tweet, unless he knows something. I don't know that he's actually a surgeon. He could be a surgeon, but maybe he knows something medically that I don't, but... Unless Joe Burrow misses half the season and Tyrod Taylor plays all 16 games, neither thing do I think is likely to happen. This is a bad tweet. So there you go. A two-time representative of good people, bad tweets, is at Roto Surgeon. So can't go down that road. So there you go. Uh, there's your good person, bad tweet. Again, make sure to tune in on Wednesday as I go to battle with my very own co-host, the, the man of the hour, the man with the power. We're going to get down. We're going to get down. He wants to call me out. Uh-uh. I'm calling you out, Jerry. 
let's do this. So, all right, let's let's talk some rookies after another good weekend of fantasy football. Now, a guy I want to talk about a little bit is Davis Mills, uh, rookie quarterback for the Houston Texans. This is why I think Mr. Roto-Surgeon's take is bad. Davis Mills is the reason why I think Tyrod Taylor does not play anywhere near 16, I guess 17 games now, 17-game season. Anywhere near the reason why he would play 17 games. Now, do I think Davis Mills has long-term staying power at the quarterback position? Probably not. But there is still a better than zero chance that Davis Mills could be good. Now, I know a lot of people, in hindsight's always 20-20, and they'll look back and, you know, they, they just knew Dak Prescott was going to be a thing. But did we? Did we? Because Tony Romo was still there. We didn't know that, that Tony Romo was going to break his back. We didn't know that Dak was going to take over. I mean, he's, he showed flashes in the preseason. I remember, I remember the year. He looked pretty good. And he got paid, and now he's, he's a stud. So do I think Davis Mills is going to be Dak? No, I do not. I do not think that Davis Mills is going to be Dak. But there is a better than zero chance. So in a super flex league, if I can get him as a throw-in, I would much rather let that lottery ticket sit there on my roster than on someone else's. Again, Houston probably drafted 101 this time next year, and we're not having this conversation. But stranger stuff has happened. So Davis Mills, totally worth a flyer if you can get a cheap, cheap share on your roster. All right. Uh, a couple of running backs that I'm not really going to get too deep into. Kenneth Gainwell looked pretty good from what I've seen in camp. And, you know, I guess on Twitter. Uh, you know, I, I, I love Miles Sanders. I always have. I think I'm higher on him than consensus. I've not redone my veteran rankings yet. They'll be up at patreon.com by the start of week one. But I could really see Kenneth Gainwell just being a pain in the ass. And I could really see him winding up as the RB2 in this group. I could see him surplanting Boston Scott and some of the other guys there in Philadelphia. So Kenneth Gainwell, will he have a bunch of value this year? Probably not, barring injury. But still a guy I'd like to have my hands on. Same with Elijah Mitchell. I think the man to have in San Francisco is going to be Trey, Trey Sermon. And followed closely by Raheem Mostert. But that doesn't mean that in this offense, Elijah Mitchell couldn't have a role. Especially if Raheem Mostert gets hurt. Remember, the 49ers rush the ball on average. Again, 48 game sample size. 27 times a game under Kyle Shanahan. So there is a world where Elijah Mitchell could get a little bit of run in 2021, but he could get a lot of run in 2021 if something were to happen to uh, either Trey Sermon or Raheem Mostert. I feel like the Mostert thing is just bound to happen. So I'm going to jump into one tight end, actually two. I will take a minute and talk about Hunter Long. I do like Hunter Long quite a bit. Uh, he's more of a long-term play, as most young tight ends are. Uh, he's injured. Now, it seems like he's doing a lot better, but I don't see him making waves his rookie year. Mike Gusecki, contract year. He'll be a stud, but Hunter Long is someone that I certainly want to stash away. And same with Kylan Grayson of my Indianapolis Colts. The only thing between Kylan Grayson and real relevance in the dynasty space is Jack Doyle, 
and Mo Alley Cox. And, and here's what I think about Jack Doyle and Mo Alley Cox. What I'm saying to you is you should give it to somebody that don't know any better because that's a fugazi. All right? That's a fugazi? How do you know it's a fugazi? You looked at it for two seconds. What? It's a fake. But yeah, I know what a fugazi is. I'm telling you, I think Mo Alley Cox and Jack, and Jack Doyle are fugazi. And I'm, I'm going to love having all the Kylan Grayson on my taxi squads as he assumes this role. So let's, let's move into some 1QB rankings. The one thing Jerry and I are going to do a lot more of over the next few weeks, and we've got a show format that if you're new to Dynasty, or even if you're existing and you've been in Dynasty for a long, long time, we're going to have what I think will be the most unique format in season of any show in the Dynasty space. You're going to want to make sure that you stick around if it's your first time. Thank you. It's uh, not normally just a one-man show, unless it's Dallas, and Dallas is kind of the one-man show king. I'm just merely trying to keep his seat warm, but we're going to do a lot more stuff to really help people. Um, we, we talk some high-level Dynasty concepts. We, we, we move pretty fast, but we really want to make sure that we're getting all the people. This is the people's Dynasty podcast, and that's new peoples, that's existing peoples, that's veteran peoples, that's all-star peoples. We're here with a little something for everybody, so make sure you hit that subscribe button. All right, uh, biggest biggest movers for me, uh, Javante Williams. He bumped up over Travis Etienne. My concerns with Etienne is that he'll be a third down back, whereas by the time that the season actually rolls around, Javante Williams could be a three down back. I still believe James Robinson's going to have a role. I think he's going to be the hammer, and I think you're going to see Travis Etienne uh, in, in more of a pass catcher's role, like almost like a deluxe James White, and that's going to suck because he's certainly more talented than that. But I mean, I'm already seeing you know Carlos Hyde mixed in, so it's just going to be a convoluted running back. And whether we like it or not, we can say that Dynasty is the quote unquote long game, and it is. But you know, if you don't perform in the short term, you tend to take a hit in the long term. It's it's just the nature of the beast. So for those reasons, I've got Javante slightly ahead of uh, Travis Etienne. I, I just still have Kyle Pitts at the 104 in even 1QB and non-tight end premium leagues. And here's the thing, based on where people are taking him in startups and in rookie drafts, you're kind of insulating yourself against value loss. People can't afford for Kyle Pitts to not succeed. You know, the term too big to fail has been thrown around in other in other spaces in the business world. But Kyle Pitts feels too big to fail. I feel like even if he has a subpar rookie season and doesn't live up to expectations, his value is so insulated based off of what his acquisition cost is. I don't mind having him at the 104. I did dip, you know, Jamar Chase a little bit. I had him at 103. He took a precipitous drop to 105. And I say precipitous tongue-in-cheek. I tweeted this out on Saturday. I still really, really like Jamar Chase. It's just, you know, he's not played competitive football in, in 20 months, and I'm not making excuses for him. It's just the facts. And I think it'll take a little while, but I think eventually he'll get everything going, and he will be a great, and I mean a great, wide receiver. Do I ever think he's like, like number one overall in a, in a startup? No, probably not. He's probably going to hover around that wide receiver 10 to 15 in a startup. And, and gang, 
Here's the inside scoop. That's totally cool. Very, very useful as it relates to Dynasty Leagues. I mean, I'm thinking of a guy like DJ Moore. If he has a career arc somewhere that of a DJ Moore, is that the worst thing in the world? We still love DJ Moore. I still love DJ Moore. So don't let Jamar Chase's rough rookie camp slash two games bother you. He's going to be fine. Uh, a guy that I did move up a little bit was Elijah Moore. I love Elijah Moore. I know he's got the tweaked, uh, tweaked. I think it's a quad. It's not a groin. It's a quad. From everything that I read from the Jets, you know, media group, nothing to be concerned about, and we're not going to see much of him until Week One. And I'm here for it. Don't fall for the Corey Davis banana in the tailpipe. There is going to be some strong stuff out of Elijah Moore this year. I would not be surprised when the smoke settles and the dust clears. If we look back in February and Elijah Moore was the number one fantasy point scoring rookie, I really think he's that talented. I think I like what this offense is going to do, and it's going to be glorious. So I do have him as my wide receiver, too, in the class. still love Trey Sermon. Uh, I have Trey Sermon as my eighth overall player in a 1QB. He is... uh, the, the, the term, I believe, is nestled. He is nestled ever so gently between Jalen Waddle and Terrace Marshall. Hey, now. <laughs> and I'm, I'm still a big Trey Sermon guy. Again, running backs in good offenses usually score more touchdowns. That just have more upside. And we, we've mentioned it before, and I'll mention it again. I mentioned it with Eliza, Elijah Mitchell. This offense rushed the ball 27 times a game on average over the last three years with Kyle Shanahan calling plays, could be glorious. I really think Trey Sermon's going to get about 13 to 15 rush attempts a game. You throw in a couple of two or three pass receptions, and you're looking at a, a guy who could be right around a borderline RB1 at the end of the season. It sounds crazy, but again, this is the benefit. If Trey Sermon outscores Travis Etienne this year, I am not going to be stunned. I am not going to be surprised. Travis Etienne in a much more crowded, in a much more talented backfield, and it may take him a little while to establish dominance, whereas Trey Sermon could come out in a better offense with more limited teammates and establish himself early. One last thing I'm going to cover from a 1QB perspective is that I have Trey Lance ahead of Trevor Lawrence in a 1QB league. Now hear me out. Here's the reason. Trey Lance is a higher ceiling play than Trevor Lawrence. Now, Trevor Lawrence's floor is beautiful. I think he gives you all the comfort in the world that he's going to be a very usable. His worst-case scenario in a super flex is is a QB2. But in a 1QB league, if I'm already set, even if I'm still setting on Tom Brady, maybe I get another year or two out of TB12, I, I, I want that home run hitter. I want that guy who we could look back on in a year and be like, holy shit, Trey Lance is the next Patrick Mahomes. He's the next Deshaun Watson. He's the next big thing at the QB position from a point standpoint. And if I, again, in a one QB league, I would take Trey Lance at the 201. Um, my, my first round, I'll just read it off before I throw, throw in some super flex and tight end premium nuggets. Uh, for me, it's Najee Harris, Javante Williams, Travis Etienne, Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, Elijah Moore, Jalen Waddle, Trey Sermon, Terrace Marshall Jr., 
Devontae Smith, and Michael Carter. That is my first round in a one QB league. You noticed uh, no quarterbacks in, in a one QB league for me, and I don't feel bad about it at all. All right, let's talk Superflex. Let's talk tight end premium. Now, as crazy as it sounds, even in tight end premium, I've pushed Kyle, uh, Kyle Pitts back to my 105, and I'm going to give you some reasons why. 101, still Trevor Lawrence. Again, if, I, if you're using the 101, you may be giving up a tad of upside, but you got to. You just absolutely have got to lock in, I don't say safety, but you got to lock in that floor. And even in Jacksonville, I mean, if this guy's around QB 10, if he's like a if he's like a Matt Stafford was in Detroit for his first few years of his career, fine. He's going to be like QB 8, QB 9. I can live with that. I can live with that. But that's a safe, solid return for the 101. 102, Trey Lance. I just mentioned his upside. It's bananas. Uh, 103, I still have Najee Harris. Again, I've said this before, I said this recently when we broke down the AFC North, that if we look back a year from now, and we're talking about how Trey Lance is in the top three at the running back position with Christian McCaffrey and Jonathan Taylor, I'm not going to be surprised. I fully expect him to, to leap the guys like, you know, Ake, uh, Alvin Kamara, uh, Aaron Jones, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, I expect him to leapfrog all of those guys that he's going behind currently, and I will not be surprised when he's the 103 uh, among the running backs this time next year. So for that reason, I have him as my 103 in rookie drafts. Justin Fields has moved up considerably. I had him around the 108 before I did the redo. Now, he's got the most variance of any QB in this class, but just like Trey Lance, the upside is the upside. Now, if I could see anyone busting, it could be him as well. His range of outcomes in the real game are both exciting and scary all at the same time. Uh, I watched the big hit that he took on Saturday versus the Bills. And this was against second teamers, third teamers. And he sat there and he just held that ball, held that ball, held that ball, and he got blasted. I love the fact that he's always looking for the big play. Uh, but it's not Ohio State anymore. It's not Georgia anymore. You're not beating up on scrubs anymore. This is the NFL. And the upside's tantalizing, but the downside is equally as scary. So for those reasons, I have him at the 104. Again, Kyle Pitts, 105. I talked about how his value is insulated at that draft position with all of the, the hype around his name. Now, similar to the Trey Lance-Trevor Lawrence situation, I have Mac Jones and Zach Wilson flip-flopped. I have Zach Wilson ahead in a Superflex tight end premium, whereas I would have Mac ahead in, in a, uh, uh, actually, I, I apologize, I have that backwards. In a 1QB, I would have Zach Wilson ahead of Mac Jones. In a Superflex, again, I would have him flipped. Um, and and it, it could depend. I think these two really come down to roster dependence. Uh, if you have safe and solid QBs, maybe, maybe you take the upside of a Zach Wilson Maybe you've got like Dak and Kirk Cousins, and you know Kirk Cousins is like safe, steady Eddie, but maybe you want to take a big swing at, at a Zach Wilson versus maybe your QB2 is more erratic and like it's a Carson Wentz, and I love Carson Wentz. You guys know I'm a Colts fan, but you know maybe you want something you know steady that will eventually be a uh, 
a solid floor play at the QB position. So those two would really kind of be roster dependent. But in Superflex, I have Mac just a touch ahead of Zach. Uh, Javante Williams, Travis Etienne, Jamar Chase, Elijah Moore, Jalen Waddell, Terrace Marshall. Uh, then it goes on. I will say the difference here is Pat Fryermuth. Uh, I have him as the let's see here the 17th player off the board in a tight end premium, and that just has to do with his tremendous upside in a good offense. And I don't care if Big Ben retires at the, the end of the year. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Every free agent, every quarterback that once traded out of their current position would love, absolutely love, to wind up in a blue-chip, bedrock, solid NFL franchise like the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'll just wrap this up with my boy, Josh Palmer. Uh, he has made it into the second round. He is the 21st player on the board. Just love the upside. Just, just love where I think we get this guy. And here's the thing. He's listed as the wide receiver three in this offense, only behind Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Mike Williams, not the healthiest dude around. So there you go, gang. I, I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, not a very long one, about you know, 25 minutes. You know, We'll throw in some intro and some outro, commercial or two. And speaking of a commercial or two, I'm going to throw in a quick word from my boy Matt over at Hate Brand Goods. This past week, he released his Goat Shorts, another colorway called the Oil Slick, and they have the new Drip Collection. Now, if you're into what they call cut and sew, now cut and sew is customs. And when Matt orders this stuff, he literally orders a certain amount, whatever that is, 100 to whatever the number is. He's never told me. But when it's gone, it's gone. Uh, a few weeks ago, I mentioned the Friday the 13th Slashers t-shirt. That thing sold out. So they went live with that at midnight, central time. And that thing was sold out by the time I woke up on Friday morning. Uh, they're also doing a ton of flash sales. They have a thing where you get text alerts. And a couple of weeks ago, they were doing 50% off of everything. It was like for like one hour. And promo codes still worked. And speaking of promo codes, you know I have one. It's Memphis. M-E-M-P-H-I-S. And you can check all this out over at the Hate Brand Goods. That's the H-V-I-I-I dot com. You go over there. You check it out. They've got all kinds of lifestyle stuff, fashion. Uh, it's functional for the gym. I wear them every day. If you're following along at Memphis185 on Instagram, that's my personal Instagram handle, you'll see me floating around in all the various goat shorts, colorways, and styles. Uh, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share the show everywhere. We'll have Jake and Kyle on Monday night doing the Fantasy Football Smackdown. We'll have me and Jerry back here on Tuesday. And Wednesday we'll be doing a live Q&A on the YouTube for the redraft player. It'll be me, it'll be Kyle, it'll be Jake. You never know who will stop by. Lots of good stuff. DWZ, find us everywhere. Podcast. Leave five-star reviews. Leave sweet comments. YouTube, subscribe. Turn the notifications on. You can comment over there. I'll comment back. I'll try to help you out. If you leave a YouTube comment, I'll try to comment back. You got a trade question, leave it in the YouTube. I'll try to answer it. We'll get you back. So anyway, rate, review, subscribe, and share everywhere. And be sure to tune back in on Friday when your boy Dallas will be back with more rookie content. But until then, thanks for tuning in. My name is Memphis, and we're just trying to make the world a better place for fantasy football. Have a good week, guys.
is Hate Brand Goods. That's uh, my company. That is what we've started. I hope you guys have checked it out. If you want to go over to the hate.com, hate for me means it's about self-improvement. It's this self-motivation through self-loathing, this this bit of loathing of not tolerating your own bullshit, that little voice that says today's good enough or what we did's fine or no one's going to know that I'm taking today off. Like, fuck all that, man. I know. Like, I hold that standard. I'm accountable to me. And that's it. That's why I chase goals. I do it because of me. I don't do it because of what someone else is going to think of it or what someone else's approval is. And it's about holding yourself to that. The rest of that motivation can fade, but as long as you're in control of being able to make you do the shit you want to do, you're golden, man. So head over to the hate.com, use code and save yourself some cash. And this segment is brought to you by viridianglobal.com. And that is the official apparel provider of the Dynasty Warzone merch. We have our t-shirts over there. We have our dad hats. We have our Jerry NWO themed hats. We have hoodies. We have Raglan's baseball season just kicking off. A Raglan is a baseball shirt where the body of the shirt is white and the sleeves are different colors. We've got some, some tank tops. We have our new working harder than an ugly stripper t-shirt, and so much more. This is the brainchild of myself and our graphics guru, Maddie, aka at Maddie Big Chest on Twitter. We have a ton of styles, and you want to head over there and check everything out. You simply go to Viridian Global, that is V-E-R-I-D-I-A-N Global, ViridianGlobal.com. Search the Dynasty Warzone store, and man, you'll see all the t-shirts, hats, accessories, everything that we have available to you from a merch standpoint. They are a great sponsor, and we recommend you check them out today. That is the group over at ViridianGlobal.com. Thanks for checking them out. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak